Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville! How's everybody doing out there? We hope that you are doing mighty fine. That's the uh, best, most appropriate answer. Any other answer will do. Um, even if you're, you know, feeling down, feeling a little sad, you know, come here, give you a hug. Both of us. Who's the both of us? It's me, Adam Beebe, host of the What's Your Weird Story podcast, which you are listening to right now. And with me, as always, in this hug sandwich, with you in the middle, is Barry Johnston. I'm bringing the cranberry sauce. A little cranberry right. sauce. A little smear, a little smear of cranberry sauce. Cranberry. <laughs> Real tight. I love it. I love the sandwich with the cranberry <laughs> sauce. Oh man, I'm doing I'm doing real well here, man. We had a good Thanksgiving and uh, ate plenty and uh, rested, and uh, everything went real well over on this side of the uh, of the Mississippi. So, uh, how are things over by you, man? Pretty good. It's getting you know it's getting more chilly and um, rumors of maybe a little bit of snow this coming week um, or this week rather not nice. this coming week. I don't know about the coming week. I haven't looked, but uh, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, you know um, everything's good. Uh, a lot of things to be thankful for. Yes. Um, I was uh, as you know, I was involved in a uh, automobile accident. It was a yes, wreck. It yes. was. Uh, it sucked. It was my fault, and uh, everybody was okay, um, but both cars were totaled, And but everything's getting taken care of. And the main thing is, again, everybody is okay, and, um, yeah. you know, I've, I was feeling, like, uh, pretty down about that because, you know, it was just – it sucked. It's the first time I've ever really been in auto uh, a car wreck since I was, you know, two. Yeah. Um, famously right. for my – uh, two-year-old car accident when I was driving, but this time, you know, first time I hit anybody, and um, but yeah, it was just fortunately it was kind of it wasn't a high-speed incident or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, but thankful about that, you know. That's yeah. that's that's where I am. Well, good. Well, it's yeah, it's one of those things where you don't think about how your body's going to react or your mind is going to react when you're in a situation like that, and I've been there. And, uh, feel, you know, I feel for you. You know, you don't wish that upon anyone. And uh, luckily, it was at a low speed. No, no major, major issues there. But, yeah, it's, it's that time of year where we're just, we got to be thankful for what we got. And especially with this year. It's been such a shit show this year. And, uh, yeah. you know, I think at this point, if we can just, if we could just make it to January 1st. Yes. Hopefully, we will, you know, turn the page into something a little bit brighter, and that's all we can really wish for. Uh, yeah. I think this year, and especially at this time of this year, you know, we put the Christmas tree up early, 
we put the lights up early, like a couple of weeks before Thanksgiving, and just because why not? You know, it's like, yeah. yeah. If anything in your life can give you joy, you know, enjoy that as much as yes. you can, and it, it just something as simple as putting a light up. It just it represents something that is, I think, you know, that harkens back to my childhood. Anyway, I remember when I was a kid. My parents would put the Christmas lights out on the house, you know, and mm-hmm. do the tree. And it was just like, I always look forward to that. And, I, and yeah. you know, it was just that excitement when you're a kid and you wake up early in the morning. And I think you, were, you and I were like that. We would wake up first, oh, yeah. you know, before anybody. Oh, yeah. And sometimes I'd go in and I would take a look and I'd be so excited, man, you know, yeah, that I just couldn't freaking hold back, you know. And yeah wake everybody else up because they got to get up, you know, or, <laughs> or I would try to go back to sleep, you know, even though I couldn't sleep, you know, Yeah, oh yeah. but, uh, God, man, I, that's what this time of year reminds me of. And, and I mean, you know, like for me, I, this, these, a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago, um, I started taking up pipe smoking, man. And, and this time of year is a really nice time to smoke a pipe and enjoy something, you know, and, uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at. As I get older, man, I'm just I'm trying to enjoy simple things. Yeah. Maybe sometimes when you're younger, you take those things for granted, you know? Oh, for sure. You don't you don't when you're younger, I mean, you don't appreciate the things because everything is everything's new and everything's exciting. And you get wrapped up in that moment, yeah. you know, and you don't appreciate the smaller things. You, you know, you get, you're wrapped up in the excitement of the new, the big and all this stuff. Right. Um, you know, and there's that great philosophical line that uh, youth is wasted on the young. So um, it's so true. <laughs> As a 45 year old man, I can see exactly why that, uh, that, that, that sentiment hangs around. <laughs> but, you know, it is, I, yeah, I am very much like you when it comes, uh, you know, to Christmas. I used to love it because uh, when I was a kid, because you get all the cool new toys and new yeah. and gifts and all the cool stuff, you know. And uh, But now I really take, the big thing for me is um, giving the gifts. Yes. Is, you know, finding something that somebody's really going to enjoy. Yes. Uh, because I know that person, I know what they're liking or, you know, or what they're going to, something that they may not know that they're going to yeah. enjoy. So that's yes. what I like. Yeah. You know, so I try to do that. And, um, and, you know, you don't have to be extravagant. You just have to be, you know, thoughtful. Exactly. You know? Um, so, so yeah, so I'm, I always look forward to that and, uh, you know, I don't have any kids, uh, my own and my cats really, they don't celebrate Christmas. Um, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. their choice, you know, I mean, it's cool. I still get them little presents, right. of but course. You know, that's, that's of their course. choice. So, um, but usually, you know, I go to, uh, you know, I'll go to my mom's and, uh, my sister's, you know, she has uh, two boys and, you know, it was great when they were little because, yeah. you know, they were just like, as just, just crazy and bouncing off the walls and, you know, and you have to wake up at like six or seven on, you know, Christmas yeah. morning, which is kind of early for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, be super excited, paper flying everywhere and just 
bouncing off and everything is the greatest gift ever and all of that stuff and it's just that's so much fun but you know yeah. of course they're getting older now and you know one of them's like uh he is he's 15 and so he's getting you know he's getting he's getting cool right you know right he's getting to that yep. teenage stuff sure you know the other one is he's 11 and and um you know he's getting he's getting past toys you know right um so you know now it's a whole other well it's, you know, older big boy toys and all that stuff, you know, sure. it's like where, you know, it's anything video games, of course, you know, that that's a score, but I don't sure. know anything about that, but sure. But yeah, man, you know, that is the joy. The joy is now for me is for, is to give presents and to the joy of the, of people, you know, like my sister, and my mom and stepdad and the boys and everybody else, you know, getting the presents there so yeah, you know, it's like you said, you got to find that joy, and especially this year, you got to find right. your joy. We're planning on closing out the year strong. We've got some really great episodes coming up, and uh, which will lead us into the new year. And uh, the, this one that we have coming up, we have just a great opportunity to talk to some great folks here. They are with Most Excellent Podcast, mm-hmm. and... It's Gina and Danielle, and they, I'm telling you guys, they have a great, great thing going on, and you need to check out their stuff, and we got in touch with one another, and we wanted to bring them on, and just talk about weird shit in their lives. Yep. Yeah, they got some great stories, and we had a great conversation uh, about, uh, you know, hauntings, and, uh, and, and podcasting in general and what we do and the things that we like and what's fun about this. And, uh, they're really, they are like Barry said, they're really fun. They've got, um, I, I, I liken them to, uh, the two, two girls in high school who are like best friends and a little bit weird because they like all the things we do, you know, true crime and all that stuff. And they're very open about it. And so like they're, the format of their show is like, they're giving, uh, a report to the class, but, yep. uh, of their subject that they've chosen, you know, they just did a huge three parter on, uh, John Wayne Gacy, which is awesome. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then basically they're throughout the report, they're not paying attention to the class. They're forgetting the rest of the class of so the teachers there. And they're just, you know, they're just talking to each other. Yeah. Uh, the whole time, basically reading the report to each other. And, but also, talking some mad shit to each other right. too because they're friends. Yeah, yeah which is great. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's awesome. So there's a lot of commonality there in, in what we do and uh, some crossover there because, you know, you and I are friends and they're friends. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So Danielle and Gina, what's your weird story? I want, I'm going to have Danielle go first on this one because <laughs> hers is insane. And she's told me this so many times, but I still love hearing the story because it's just, it's a weird story. Cool. It's insane. Okay, so my weird story was kind of how I got introduced to the paranormal. My family, we are a bunch of paranormal addicts in general. We love all the ghost shows. We love to, like, Paranormal State was our thing. It was yeah. just like a family culture. We sit, watch Paranormal State, love it. But I think a lot of where I get my interest in the paranormal is from the stories of my, so my sisters and I, my two sisters are older than me, and they are we're 15 years apart. My mom had them in her first marriage, and so her, my sister's grandmother, she ended up 
being kind of my introduction to all of this because she was just off the wall. Mm. She was real wild and she lived in a very haunted house, which I think she was the reason that the house was haunted, but I'll get into that. Okay. So (laughs) my sister ended up moving in with her grandmother after her grandfather passed away. And so she moved in to kind of take care of her. And the woman's name was Sybil. So her grandmother's name was Sybil and she had actually come here from England and was a nurse here. So she was a nurse in England and in World War II, and then she came and was a nurse in Chicago. And this woman was absolutely off the wall crazy. And so my first memory <laughs> that I have, so I, my sister lived there from the time that I was around eight years old until I was 14. So lived in the house for a few years, yep. and mm-hmm. she lived in a finished basement, and then her grandmother lived upstairs. And she would just take care of her, all of that. And so I remember going upstairs in this woman's house. She would mostly sit in her kitchen. And it was super, really old 60s house, 60s decor, just like big, heavy, wooden, Victorian furniture, just crazy. And so this woman, my first memory of her is sitting at her kitchen table, and she starts to tell me this story of how she, when she was in London when they were getting bombed, so she had been in a car and they were kind of driving and she remembers kind of going off of a road like falling kind of in a ravine and she had got in like that was like when bombs were coming down and then Mm -hmm. kind of just debris and everything started falling in her like building stuff like that so she got trapped in the rubble like Mm -hmm. she just was and she was basically thinking like okay i'm gonna die got trapped the car went off the road she was trapped just like when the bombings are happening, everything is just on top of her. Mm. And so she told me, and I'm nine, I'm like eight or nine. And I'm sitting here, this woman's telling me the story and I'm, my eyes are like, yeah, <laughs> up here. I was just, I was like, okay, great. And I'm just sitting there just like, I was like, what? to my sister, I'm like, why would you leave me with this woman? Why would you do this? <laughs> then the next part of the story happens. And then I'm really like, why would you leave me with this woman? Yeah. So she starts to tell me that, so she describes it as just sitting under rubble and just calling out for, like, God. She's like, God, please save me, blah, blah, blah. So nothing was happening. And she then proceeds to tell me, nine-year-old little me sitting at the table, uh, oh, and then I just called out for the devil. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Nine, nine-year-old me is, like, awesome. Whoa. So she, <laughs> she describes calling out for the devil and essentially just, which I know this sounds crazy. I get it. But like, also I think sometimes people, they draw in kind of energies to themselves. They draw in bad energy. Yeah. Things happen. Not to say that if you are a devil worshiper or you're Satanist, that anything's bad, but I think like her specific energy, she was, she was calling in something bad to herself. Right. Mm -hmm. So she basically told me, she was like, so I offered my soul to the devil. If he got me out of here. Oh my. Wow. So she went from zero to 60 quick. She was like, that's not working. Holy shit. Okay. So she went from zero to 60 quick. And so what ended up happening is that she did end up getting rescued. She was there for a few hours, but she got rescued. And she ended up getting out. And so then she moves over here. And she kind of told me and kind of, kind of like, hinted at the fact that like she still did she dabbled in like witchcraft or Mm. things like that or that kind of stuff and she's just telling me this and i'm sitting there just like okay great (laughs) awesome i love it i love this i love this journey for you (laughs) so 
And then my sister finally came up and got me, and I was like, please get me away from that woman. Thank you so much. Wow. <laughs> and she told me this was a scary story. And then yeah. after that, things started to kind of ramp up in that house. And so this was right after her husband had died, which her and her husband did not get along very well, which is, I think, my theory is that he was a spirit that was in this house. Okay. Because one of the next things that I remember is I would go over and stay at my sister's house all the time. And so where her bedroom was, it was positioned right underneath where the front room was. Mm. Well, the living room. Right. So the, the living room. I, here in, here in <laughs> Chicago, the front room. Yeah. <laughs> the living room, where the living room is, below it was my sister's bedroom. And one night we're all sitting up. My sister loved to pull this trick where she would make us go rent a DVD from the video store and it would be terrifying movie. I'm 10 years old. And then my sister would fall asleep and leave me up <laughs> watching the movie. Yeah. So that was my sister's signature move. She loved it. And <laughs> so one night we're just all like, I was, I would just like sleep by her. And so I'm sitting there and I just start to hear like dragging, mm. dragging upstairs. And mind you, her, her grandmother is elderly. She's not picking up. She's not putting a, a full Victorian couch over her shoulder yeah. and dragging it across the floor. Unless so she's we hear, using that devil strength. Yes. <laughs> she was like, Satan, please help me lift up this couch at, at two in the morning. Look, once you sell your soul to the devil, I mean, he'll definitely, small little things like moving furniture are no right. big, ain't no big deal. There. Right, right. He's, He's there like, to no, help I you got out. you, Sybil. <laughs> He's the best, honestly. Uh, aside from the eternal evil and darkness, I mean, he's the best friend you could have. I exactly. Mean. He's like, you need help moving. I got you. Don't worry about that. He was, she's That's picking up full couches on her arm. Exactly. When we moved, we both moved over the summer, and it yeah. was hell for both of us. So maybe we should have just made a deal. We should have yeah. also called upon the devil. <laughs> the What's Your Weird Story podcast does not con uh, condemn or condone or anything. Uh, take a making a deal with the devil is uh, at your own risk. So right, take it. Yeah. At your own risk, okay? TM. Not uh, legally so. binding, so for us. <laughs> it was legally binding for Sybil, though. She was like, right. I'm all in, so help me move this couch. <laughs> so <laughs> we were, like, I'm sitting there, and of course I, I hear something upstairs, and I'm like, um, okay. And just kind of free. I just, like, you know how you freeze in those moments where you're very scared and you just freeze for a yeah. second? Yeah. So... I just kind of just freeze and like wake up my sister and I'm like, there's something moving up there. And yeah. she was like, Oh yeah, that happens like all the time. Oh, and I, and I, and I am just <laughs> shook because what? Oh, what I'm sorry. Yeah. Can I hear that again? She's like, yeah, that happens all the time. And mind you, the, the kicker of this story is that there is carpet upstairs. So, that dragging sound mm. sounds like it's wood, like you're dragging a piece of furniture on wood. Wow. It doesn't, oh. it's not like, because carpet, it would be kind of muted. You would yeah, hear something, yeah, yeah. but it's muted. Right. And it sounds like heavy furniture being dragged back and forth on wood. Damn. Wow. And of course, me being 10, I'm like, no, 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 no. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is not happening. So the next day I ended up like, well, I, my sister's boyfriend also would live with her and he was like oh yeah definitely that happens all the time we just will hear it going back and forth all the time go upstairs and look and there's like her her bedroom was one side of the house the living room's all the way on the other side of the house yeah so she would be sleeping in her bedroom 
And then they would go upstairs and look, and there's nobody in that front room. Nothing has been moved, and everything's still in place, but they would still hear the sounds. Wow. And it wasn't, like, house settling. It wasn't, yeah. you know, she had a dog, but the dog is not picking up its little paws and dragging furniture. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. That you know. That yeah. I know. Her, her dog was also made a pact with the devil. Yeah, no kidding. Well, also you know, was getting help. Hey. Devil dogs, man. She, it could have been a gift for uh, you know from the devil. I mean, exactly. <laughs> right, right. The best know. kind. The exactly. best kind. Again, <laughs> he was <laughs> great gift giver. He he knows what you want. I mean, right. exactly. You know, I mean, there's a price. <laughs> there's, a, there's a steep price, yeah. but you know, it's worth it. We just yeah. did that episode about Peter Stump, and the devil accordingly gave him a magical belt so he could turn into a werewolf and not. So I think maybe he gave her like, here's this human. He also turns into a dog with a magical belt. Right. Hey, you so never, that's what her yeah. dog was. Yeah. And yeah. he moved her furniture. No kidding. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, she wasn't moving the furniture. Nothing's happening. And this happened several times. So these experiences were happening all the time and things just sort of ramped up in the house. And it was just really wild and really, it was just really scary, and I just could not believe my sister was still staying there because my sister's a big. She's so, she's so she's so scared of everything. So I was like, "You're still you're still here, though. Okay, right. I'm, I'm happy for you. Good for you." Um. So one of the next experiences that happened in that house was that we would hear when she moved. So she lived upstairs for a while, and then she moved down to the basement where we would hear the furniture dragging. But they would also hear like knocks on the walls. Yeah, and. So just weird, like, poltergeisty activity of, like, knocks on the walls. You hear things moving. You hear, like, you see kind of, like, shadow figures, just standard kind of stuff. But the next big thing that happened was that my sister was laying in bed, and she just felt like a cold hand basically just cup her face. Oh. And mind you, it was, like, a 1,000 degrees in the basement. So if something's cold, you're going to feel it. Yeah. You're going to feel something. Yeah. So she felt just a hand like cup her face and she like woke up and was just so freaked out by it because you're feeling someone touching you yeah you don't know where they like no one is there yeah her her grandmother's not coming downstairs with an ice bag in her hand just yeah you know doing that and so that was the next experience that happened in that house that kind of freaked her out but she still stayed she was still there damn and the (laughs) next one that we get to was the scariest thing I think that has ever happened in this house because it's just so freaky that things like this happen because I'm normally, I'm kind of like, I'm on that borderline between skeptical, but also believer where I want, I want concrete evidence. Like Mm -hmm. I want the things being thrown across the room. I want, I want that. I want to know. And so my cousin, Ashley, she was watching my little nephew one day and they were sitting in bed and my sister had a tall dresser. So she like, here's the bed in the middle of the room, the dressers to this side and they see. So my sister had one of those like old bricky phones, like of the early two thousands where yeah. it's like laying on top of this, like the dress, like laying right here on the dresser. She left, my sister left them her phone. So the phone's sitting on like that. So my cousin and my nephew both watch the phone lie off of the dresser and hit the wall oh shit wow so it literally just flew straight like clear across the room whoa and they kind of looked at each other for a second and mind you my nephew was probably one or he's probably maybe like three at the time 
So he's not reaching up to the dresser to throw anything. Mm-hmm. My cousin's just laying there. She's not, no one's, you know. And so they just watch it. And then they just sort of look at each other and are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That just, that just happened. And they tell my sister, and my sister's like, oh my God. And I hope she had insurance on her phone. <laughs> it was those old school phones, though, you know, where you could oh, throw yeah. that thing off the oh, yeah, building. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would yeah, be a they, perfect they break, shape. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there was Nokia. no like glass. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was, yeah. I think it was a Nokia where it was just like <laughs> yeah. you could throw this thing off of a cliff, throw yeah. it into the Grand Canyon, go and pick it up, and it would still be yeah. one piece. I had right. the, so it was like, I had phone, phone was fine. Yeah. Those old school Nokias that were just mm-hmm. pure bricks. Mm-hmm. Um, so they tell my sister this. My sister's just like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, just, oh, I can't believe this really happened. And my cousin is very, she's super serious, right? You know, oh, yeah. she's kind of, she's super very serious. Skeptical. She's not, yeah, she's very skeptical. And so if she's, she's saying that happened, I believe her because she's very skeptical. She's not one for being like, oh, my God, this, this one, my curtain moved. And now, you know, there's a ghost in my house. She's not like that. Yeah. So. That ends up happening. So things are just ramping up. Things are happening left and right in this house. And then my sister goes upstairs one day and her which her grandmother was a nurse. She's super serious. Yes, she's making packs with the devil, but also she's kind of like <laughs> she's kind of like not skeptical, but also I kind of believe the things that she says because of the fact that she's just kind of a very serious person, just no nonsense British woman from yeah. the nineteen forties, you know? Right. And she tells my sister, oh, so last night I was laying in bed and I wake up and I just feel the corner of my bed lifting. Oh. And my, I got chills. Whoa. So my sister's, my sister's like, what do you, what do you mean, grandma? And my, she's just saying, like, I woke up late in the middle of the night and I just feel the sides of my bed just lifting. Like it lifted off of the ground. And I felt it. I just, I felt it lifting off of the ground and then I felt it shake Mm. and then Mm. it was over. And my sister is just like, okay, great. (laughs) Awesome. This is, things are going well. Things are going really well. Yeah. (laughs) Things are going really great in this house. Um, They're going great now for us. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Not, (laughs) not for her then. No, not for not for my sister then, but yeah. like for me now, hearing these stories, I'm like, right. oh my god, I love it. But at the time, I was just like, no, no, oh man, I don't like that. That's... You had to be there. What yeah. happened? Experience it. You had to experience it. Yeah, yeah. Because when, when you're there experiencing it, you're just like, oh, this is not as fun as watching other people's stories. Yeah, right. It's it's more fun to watch somebody else be like, and this happened, and I nearly peed myself, and there was a ghost, and right. that's I'm like, oh, I love that. I love that story. Right, right. I don't like that story for, for me. For sure. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. That ended up happening, and my sister and her kind of did have a falling out, and she ended up, my sister ended up moving out. And I think things in the house kind of still stayed the same from who took care of her afterward. There was still, like, little bits of experience where the dog would just, her, she had a dog, and the dog would literally just stare up at this one space, like, in the, in the kitchen, or he would stare into the living room, and literally just like sit and stare at things just like sit and and watch things or he would he would refuse to leave the kitchen he would not go into so they did like the separate bedrooms thing of like the 1950s so her grandfather had a separate bedroom 
and after he died, the dog would not go near there. So the oh. dog was not going in the bedroom. Damn. The dog was not going in the living room, would just sit and bark at the living room, sit and bark at the bedroom. Oh so my just God. wouldn't that's, leave. That's creepy, nah. man. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. I was like, I'm not having this. I don't like it. Even my sister was retelling this to me. I was just like, I'm not, not having it. I don't it. know how your sister stayed there for that long. Knowing <gasps> I know. No kidding. My sister is the biggest scaredy cat ever, but she was just like, I guess I guess this is how we're rolling now. Huh. Right. And um, <laughs> so they ended up having a falling out. She ended up leaving. But when we were leaving, it was so weird because my sister was like, okay, listen. This girl, she's been telling me she's a witch. So make sure you don't leave any of your stuff here. Make sure like, nothing's <laughs> left behind. I don't want none of my hair here. I don't want none of nothing here. Right. <laughs> but the so what was really funny was my sister left in the winter. And they were kind of mad at each other. And my sister, the night, I think like one of the nights before she left, she ended up getting stung by a bee. Like, right on her like right she feels like something under the cover she's like what is that and this is right before she's about to leave and my grand her grandmother's mad she's leaving mm -hmm. so she gets stung by a bee out of nowhere which wow. i'm not saying this woman conjured a bee but it was very strange that, that the is night strange. before she's leaving that's she's very like, strange my powers are waning, this is powers are waning. <laughs> yeah so this is the best i can conjure you it's just a bee in the middle of winter in chicago yeah. just got stung by a bee and just feels this pain and it just like sees this bee under the cover and is like in the basement in the basement That's so makes weird. no sense wow. which there was really no windows in this basement it was kind of like a windowless it was finished but there's not i was like where did the bee get in how did it get downstairs where did yeah. it go yeah but so and it was the night before she left wow. and so she ended up that happened to her my sister was like you know what i okay and so we ended up moving her out she moved out and everything and then i'm telling my so my sister she ended up passing away i think about 10 years ago, I think she not passed your, away. Not your sister, your grandma. My, her grandma. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Thank sister. you for clarifying. Yeah. I, I was there with you. I but like, yeah, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, no. So okay. her grandmother ended up passing away about 10 years ago. And it's really weird because periodically my sister will have kind of creepy dreams about her where she's kind of saying to my sister, like, you need to get me out. Like, I need to, I need to get out. Which I'm thinking, I'm like, this woman sold her soul. Right. So Lord only knows where she is. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who knows where she is? And I'm someone who believes strongly. I, I, I'm a person who believes, like, as a preface, I believe in kind of dreams or ancestors or people visiting in dreams. I think dreams are kind of, like, that in-between space. Sure. And so what's funny is, so I was telling my sister, I was like, oh, we're going to be on this podcast, and I'm going to tell them the story about Sybil. And so my sister was like, oh, my God, please don't tell them these stories about Sybil. She's going to come back. She's going to haunt me. And I was like, she's not going to haunt you. Oh, my God. I was like, she's not haunting you. Don't worry. Because that's what my sister is. My sister's like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Because yeah. she's potentially going to haunt me. She's like, real sure. scared. Yeah. So literally. Yeah, yeah. Understandably after everything. And so my sister ended up actually. So she called me one morning. It was probably like 2 in the morning because I'm always up. So she calls me. And she's like, oh, my God, I just had the creepiest dream about Grandma Sybil. And I was like. What? Because I just finished telling her I'm gonna tell them the story on this podcast. Like the next, like maybe two nights later, she tells me I just had this creepy dream. Oh, as you fall. Sorry, y'all. Sybil, is that Sybil? Yeah. <laughs> you better stay in your place. Oh no. <laughs> so she's telling me this creepy dream that she had of just. So my niece is three, and so she had a dream that she was back in Sybil's house, and Sybil used to have this kind of, like, Victorian china cabinet, and she said that she went to go, like, she went upstairs in the house, she sees my niece playing by this china cabinet, 
and then saw my niece turn into a doll. And she was, like, freaking out. She's like, where is my kid? Oh, my God, just freaking out. And then the next thing that she remembers is just going, she was downstairs again, goes back upstairs, and she sees Sybil in front of a cabinet. And she lit, She opened a cabinet under the sink, and she just sees Sybil sitting there. And she's like, Graham, like, are you okay, Graham? Like, what's going on? And she said that Sybil turned around, and she was bleeding from her mouth, just, like, bleeding and was like you like just like looking at her kind of like help me help me and then my sister woke up and she was so freaked out she's like see i told you not to talk about her wow (laughs) i was like i can't fault you that's really creepy that is yeah Yeah. those seeds but that's still very creepy so yeah yeah Yeah. i was just like because i was like oh i'm i was just telling you about this that's why you're dreaming about it but it's just so weird because every few months or every few years she'll kind of have really weird dreams about her just saying, like, either help me or just kind of weird, creepy things that are still happening. Like, she's revisiting that house. Right. And I think it's just so, that story just creeps me out because I'm like, maybe, maybe everything. I was like, I can't refute the fact that I did hear furniture dragging. I did hear yeah. knocks. I did hear these weird things that were happening in the house. Yeah. But, like, I think that it was probably her husband's spirit who was not at rest. Like, there was a lot of just, like, tension in that house before he died. And I think maybe he came back and just waited for her to go because the people who took care of her after my sister left basically said, like, the house was quiet after she died. Wow. Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe it was just the case of he was he was waiting for her. He was like, I'm going to be here waiting for you. Yeah. Don't worry. Right. I'll come get you. Let's go. And let's go and get out of here. <laughs> So yeah, that is my That's creepy. Wild. Yeah, damn. <laughs> it was really intense. It was a really good introduction to the paranormal, and kind of like the only, not the only paranormal experiences I have, but to date, some of my so strongest many. ones. There's so many more, but so those many. are like the really intense ones. Until I kind of I moved out and moved to my apartment, and so I have some paranormal activity here. That so. Uh, Briefly, this is just a brief little little sure. baby caveat yeah. that I'm going on. Sure. But just um, in my apartment, uh, my friend, she passed away in July, I think. And we ended up watching, because of COVID, we watched her service here. Yeah. And Sorry. For your- thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we ended up watching her service in my house, which I'm not the type of person who's like, you invite things in. Well, you know, I'm, I was like, we can watch her service here. It's not a problem. So we watched her service here. And then after that, things started happening in my house. And I was like, maybe I should not have done that in this house. I was like, I think homegirls trying to reach out to me. Because I started to get experiences of having, like, I would open a closet door. I have two closets. And I would op- I opened, one time I opened one of my closet doors, grabbed something. And then remember hearing the click, click shut. I go back, sit on my couch the door is wide open. Wow. Dang. And this was like a few weeks after we watched the service here. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, maybe I just didn't, I just didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't lock the door. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. And then I went and did the same thing with my other closet. Go open it, grab something from inside, close it. I go, I leave, I come back, the door is wide open. And I was like, okay. I was like, now it's happened twice. Yeah. Not just, me and then also which these are like 
besides my childhood memories, the most paranormal things that have happened to me where I'm like, I'm like, I wish something paranormal would happen. I love it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then it happens and you're like, no, no, yeah. no, I no. take it back. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> of I'm like, give the devil back his belt. I don't right. want it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what ended up happening, which the scariest one that happened to me was I have that quip toothbrush. Cause I listen to so many podcasts that are like, <laughs> buy this quip toothbrush. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Give that money to last podcast. Buy that quip toothbrush. <laughs> so I had a quip toothbrush and I had it set on my counter, in my bathroom. And from where I am in my living room, I can see my bathroom. And all of a sudden I start hearing like, like tapping mm. And I was just like, okay, what is that? It's like three in the morning. I'm freaking out. Oh. I'm like, okay, okay. I'm hearing like tapping or like buzzing. And then I look in my bathroom because that's where it's coming from. And I'm like, okay, I'm stealing myself to get up. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. And then I just see I had like a little pair of like lash scissors. So I had lash scissors sitting on the counter. And then I had uh, the toothbrush sitting on the counter. And I see the scissors go flying off of my bathroom counter. I like fly, really? not even like, Whoa. not even fall, fly. Which I'm shit. so skeptical. I am, I am, I am so skeptical of everything. I watch Ghost Adventures. I'm like, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah. I still watch it, but I still say no. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> we all yeah. do. Yeah. We all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching that Bacon scream at that ghost. I'm like, I absolutely do not think that that's right. there, I think but I just... watch it. Yeah, I think I think it's half of it is just some kind of therapy, scream therapy for yes. uh, for Zach Bagans and. And friends, you know, right. just to just get out his aggression. So. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they were doing like the, the screaming room episodes where they go back and watch the old episodes. Yes, yes. Back watching it is like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have provoked the spirit. <laughs> right. I was stupid. He's yeah. like, I get caught up in the moment. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, in that moment, I realized I was about to get possessed. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's like, way you're acting, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, I see these scissors go flying, and I'm thinking, like, this is my Zach Bagans moment, and, I, and I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're always, re- I'm always ready to watch it. Not ready to, right. I'm not ready to see it happen right. in my own house. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so I just see them go flying, and I was like, okay, okay. So I'm just like, you just sit for a while, and you're like, am I going to go in there? I have to go in there. Yeah. So I go into my bathroom, see the scissors on the floor and see the toothbrushes on. And I was like, excellent, excellent. Shut off the <laughs> toothbrush. And then I, of course, was like freaked out. So that in the morning I like picked everything up. I was like, okay, fine. And the morning I was like, okay, I'm going to re- recreate this. Maybe the toothbrushes vibrations, knock the scissors to the floor. Yeah. I, let's do it. So I put the toothbrush, put the scissors next to it and try to recreate it. And I did it several times. And the way that the the scissors were falling every time I had the toothbrush on and the scissors, it was like they fell straight down. Mm-hmm. They didn't fly. Right. They just fall yeah. straight down. And I was like, okay, so something right. turned that on and also threw it. Threw it. Wow. So I was just, I was not having it. And I, because I did it several times because I wanted to prove that this is something that just happened from the vibe. That, no, maybe the toothbrush was faulty. It went on. It sent the scissors yep. to the floor. Great. Yep. Once but again, it, that's a quip toothbrush. Yeah, uh, quality code. toothbrush. If uh, <laughs> anybody from Quip is listening, we there's two podcasts here that would love some sponsorship and uh, free toothbrush. Give us those coupon codes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hashtag what's your weird story? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> use our code at checkout. Yeah, right. Yeah, use our code. Yeah, 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll, get back. We'll, we'll we'll follow up with Quip. Quip. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They'll give us all the details for you. No yeah. problem. Call me. Call me. Quip. Call, call me. me. <laughs> you reach out to us. Here's our email. <laughs> uh, call. We're standing by. Um, so that ended up happening in my house. And then the last thing that ended up happening was uh, so all my friends. So I watched the show Supernatural. And so all of my friends, the friend who passed away was, I met her at like con and all of my friends from con know me as like, call me Danny. And so those are the only friends who call me Danny. Like my other, you don't call me Danny, do you know? No, no one else really does except for them. And so I was sitting like walking from my hallway in the same hallway where the door opened and I'm sitting in my hallway, kind of just walking by. And I just hear a voice go, Danny, like a female voice. And I was like, Oh, me? No. You didn't wow. even, that's wild. yeah. I heard a boy. I heard, I think I told oh. my friend who our mutual, who was our mutual friend, I told her, and she was mm-hmm. like, Okay, that's that's Sasha, that's that's her because who else is going to be doing wow. that? Wow, and yeah. uh, so I heard that, and I was just like, Maybe I don't like, maybe I don't like the paranormal reaching out to me. Maybe I, maybe right. I was mistaken. Yeah. Maybe I take it back. Yeah, <laughs> I was mistaken. I, I don't want it. Wow, so uh, I ended up kind of just you know, doing some kind of just spraying some like holy water some stuff around my house and just being like hey sasha like i'm 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 glad you're reaching out i'm glad you're okay but i i'm scared i don't i'm not a, i'm not a fan of this i can't right. do this you know sure yeah. and yeah, right. uh so things have been calm here good thank god yeah i was, yeah. I was just like I, I cannot take i cannot take scissors flying i cannot take things flying i, I was like uh I, I don't like it no thank you i like to watch it on my television and yeah. I never talk about it again yeah. the ghost it's like unnecessary Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Right. Nothing. Right. No, nothing. Wow. That is the last of my kind of paranormal experiences that I've had where I genuinely am like, oh, okay, maybe uh, maybe there is something out there and I'm being a little too skeptical. But, uh, yeah, wow. that's, the, that's my weird story, That's guys. crazy, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Those were great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Hey everybody, you're listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience and we can have more friends, we can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. Wow. I'm still trying to figure out why her grandmother felt like it was a good idea to tell you that she was like into or had made a pact with the devil. Like, I don't know why you would tell a kid that, you know? It's well, like, here's the thing. She was so fam- strange. Yeah. This family, that's normal. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> especially like i mean both of our families are kind of similar in the fact that like well we're, we're was was civil italian no was just no but like even like that that kind of culture we come from like the same families where everything is like even the weirdest story is like normal right and yeah. you you just like tell right your grandchildren or kids or whatever because that's that's what i grew up with sure too. yeah it's just like weird 
stories. And that's how Danielle and I became friends because, you know, we went to school together. We've gone, you know, we've known each other basically all our lives, but it wasn't until we started talking and we were like, oh, you've had these experiences. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. You know, it's so wild because usually when you tell someone, they just kind of like look at you. Yeah. Like you're crazy. Kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. Great. You know, whatever. But um, it's kind of the same thing that happened with me with my weird story even though i had like 50 weird stories yeah so many Um, your family is so fun well not even it's not even like my family it's mainly um my mom and my mom's side of the family Mm -hmm. my mom grew up in a very haunted house okay yes and um their family like my mom has five other siblings irish italian didn't have a lot of money you know, like, yep. big family, and no one really, like, communicates with each other. Yeah. And um, that house was very haunted um, to the point where, like, my mom and her friends were over, and they were, like, teenagers getting ready to go out. And, um, you know, like, they're, they're standing by the door, and all of a sudden, you just hear, like, running down the stairs. Mm. And there's no one else in the house. Wow. Just and then my mom's friend, who, you know, doesn't live there, is just looking at her and being like, you heard that, right? And my mom's like, yeah, yeah, that's the house. That's, that's wow. what it is. And right. the spirit of, like, a little girl who they would see. And, you know, I, I talked about this with my uncle a few years later. And he's, my uncle's, like, the very type of, like, quiet, very smart person. Who's is this like, J-Mo? J- yeah, the, who's not really, like, into that stuff. And I asked him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, everyone knew. Wow. Everyone saw it. But no one talked wow. about it. Right. Because that's just not what you did. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Right. And uh, so my mom grew up with that. And she's always had things like that affecting her. And um, my parents divorced. And my mom moved into a new apartment that was still in the same neighborhood, literally like three blocks from Danielle. So we we're all the so forming of our friendship was right. in Always that apartment over oh, at each wow. other's haunted apartments, you know. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was just uh, the, the guy who owned it. His family is um, Jewish, mm-hmm. and his his family owned it for a long time. And his his mom, you know, like lived during the Holocaust and still had like all these newspapers. Like, so it was a three level apartment. Mm-hmm. And me, my mom, and my brother. We're the only ones living in this apartment besides our landlord's mother who lived on the first floor. Okay. And she was very elderly. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't leave her apartment. She was just always there. Me. And, and then, you know, my mom, who was a single mom, with me and my brother. And right when we moved in, you could tell that there was something off. I might have mentioned, we did like a hometown episode where okay. I talked about it a little bit. but. Okay. Not not as much, but... Um, we didn't give, like, extensive details because we were just amateurs, so we were just right. like, yeah, this thing happened and yeah. this thing, so yeah. it's, it's yeah. just amateur hour. Sure. But it was just, like... And first of all, you have <clears throat> this energy moving to this apartment in the first place. You know, my mm. mom was all over the place, you know, newly divorced with these two kids. Me and my brother were... I was maybe, like, 12 or 13, so my brother was, like, 10. Okay. You know, like, there's just all this angst all over the place. Sure, like, yeah. we're moving in. We're This is an old apartment. Like, their family, like, built this apartment. And, like, they all lived in it. So, mm. it's, like, one family's on the top floor. One family's in the, And then, like, the aunt and uncle are in the basement. Whatever. Yeah. So, 
So, you know, we're moving in and my brother who was, yeah, he was, he had to be around like nine or 10 at the time. And he, his bedroom was at like the back of the house, kind of like by the back porch and kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he did not like his bedroom. Like he did not want to be in there. He felt uncomfortable. And like, he wanted to sleep like in my mom's room. And this is like a 10 year old boy being like, I don't feel comfortable yeah. sleeping in my room that I want to like, I just, I don't want to sleep in there. Sure. Right. And you could, you could like sense that energy and so the basement at the time, it was like all storage. Okay. Like it wasn't done. Like it was just all of like their stuff, like our landlord's childhood stuff, yep. you know, his mom's stuff, everything. And uh, so ev- after about a year, maybe year and a half, uh, his mother passed away and um, no one ever moved in. So it was just us in this entire apartment building. Mm-hmm. And my mom is the type of person where she was like, you know what? Like, she didn't grow up in the greatest conditions. They didn't have a lot of money. So my mom's like, I want to make this apartment as beautiful as I can. Yeah. You know, with what I have and for my kids. Sure. So she, like, you like, redid everything. Like, she found hardwood floors under the carpet and, like, mm. you know, did all that. Like, yep. to the basement, cleared everything out. And I think that's when things started happening. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. things... Yep. Because she was making changes. Sure. Yep. And she's and ripping up old energy. You know, yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. floors, the yep. everything is changing. Yeah. Yep. Right. And like going through the basement and like, because our landlord was kind of like, you know, you can kind of grab anything you want from down there and yeah. use it. You know, I don't care. You know, whatever you want to use. Because he had his mother's things. He put them in the basement. They were yeah. there until you guys basically left that apartment. Yeah. Wow. And even then, because like after she passed away, they had an, a kind of an estate sale mm-hmm. and gave most of it away. But the big chunk of it was still down there. My mom was always organizing down there because my mom hates clutter. Yeah. She mm-hmm. can't do it. Like she needs to have like everything like organized sure. and moved out mm-hmm. of the way. So that's what she was doing with the basement. And I, you know, I don't want to make it sound negative, but these people were hoarders. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Right. But like Danielle had seen the basement when mm-hmm. it looked like that. Like there was just stuff like, rooms just full of boxes right yeah right and things from like the 60s and 70s just like sure piled in there and when my mom first went to go move stuff i remember she told me this she went into the basement and she went into like the first room off to the side and was moving through boxes and in the middle of the floor when she moved one of the boxes was just a dead crow oh my oh god gosh. in the basement in the middle of the floor but she was like Wait. it looked like it was like like a decoration you get at like Michael's for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, like yeah. she's like she first I thought it was just like a decoration or something, like a fake bird. But she was like it was a live bird that was or not live, but like it, had, <laughs> it was a yeah. live bird it a live and it sprung to life. <laughs> it was it was the pet of um Maleficent? the apartment. He lived there in the basement. Oh. <laughs> but it was just this this dead crow of wow. all birds. It wasn't like a robin or a sparrow from outside, you yeah. know, it was, it was like an omen almost. Yeah. So weird. I remember like she told me about it and, um, I was like, well, that's disgusting. Glad I wasn't there to see that because Glad I wasn't here for that. Not my thing. And the basement just always had a very odd energy in it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that even crow when, energy. 
Yeah, crow, that dead crow energy. Yeah. Crow <laughs> energy. That C E crow energy. Yeah, yeah, crow yeah, energy. yeah, yeah. Big and, crow energy. Uh, and uh, yeah, and even like after things were cleared out, and my mom had this. I'm sure Danielle remembers it. Um, hold on, sorry, my cat's being super loud right now. One second. No worries. <laughs> Throw her away, Gina. Throw her away. <laughs> we're cat friendly here. You saw mine jump up on me, and I uh, while I was. Uh, <laughs> and maybe hold her a minute. Oh, us too. Yeah, I got one of them over here. The other one is screaming out in the distance. Hopefully, you can't hear. Mine is massive, and she doesn't like being held. She's like fifty pounds. So wow, she's not really fifty pounds, but she's oh. a large and in charge. <laughs> she's um, large, Marge. Which, oh my god! But anyway, so um, that's what it was like. And you have this. My mom had this huge gold antique couch down there. Oh my was, god, that couch. It was, it Loved was cool. it. It was not comfortable. No. Yeah. It was like from the 60s. It was and like I, two pieces of styrofoam with beautiful right. antique, that flowery, like, yeah. of the 60s, where yeah, they yeah, would yeah. just like just slap something flammable on there and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and you just like hear stuff like, oh my god. Sorry, guys, one second. No problem. No problem. <laughs> All right, no worries. <laughs> Throw that cat away. <laughs> I, if it makes you feel any better, I haven't heard the cat. So, okay, good. I'm glad. Both her cat's acting up. My cat's acting up. <laughs> they were. They heard about Sybil. They were. Yeah, like, man. Disturbing <laughs> the energies. Uh, she's she's so mad at me, but I'm like, this is not right now. So um, Danielle and I would just sit down there, and we would just hear like noises, and all this stuff would happen around the house, and smells. Smells, smells like my mom would smell. So, for instance, like, so our washing machine was also down there. Yeah. So, my mom was doing laundry one day and she smelled the strong smell of cigar smoke. Oh, wow. And my mom doesn't smoke cigars. She smokes cigarettes, but not yeah. cigars. Yeah. And they're and very was, distinctive difference oh, in those. Yes. Smells, for sure. Very different. And it was so strong that she called up to like me and my brother upstairs to be like come down here and smell this come so to gina she crazy. has four stogies in her mouth they're all right <laughs> <laughs> and so because i think she had like smelled it once before and like she told us about it but we had never experienced it so my brother and i came downstairs and by the time we got down there it didn't smell like anything anymore but she was like i i know what cigars smell like yeah like like what it was and we were seeing um, upstairs in our apartment, we were seeing shadows. Mm. We had, um, and especially like it was always by the back by my brother's room. And so my mom finally, because my mom had knew known our landlord before he moved in. Yeah. They'd always kind of been like friends. And she was like, she asked him, and she's like, "Hey, uh, not to sound like weird or anything, but is this apartment haunted? Like, has anything like, have you ever happened?" And he just kind of paused. And was like, or like, like she asked <laughs> that like, moment where you got to face up to the right. truth. And she asked if anything had happened by like my brother's room, and he was like, "Well, that's the room my grandma used to live in." Mm. No, and she died in that room. Oh wow! Oh, and we were like, "Oh, okay." Did but she make made, a deal with the devil? She did. did she not. too make a deal with the devil? <laughs> did not. This is, a whole, this is actually an ad for our yeah. uh, right. new podcast, Deal with the Devil. Grandma's deals. <laughs> Grandma's yeah. deals with the devil. There's so many. You know, we have a whole episode, another story where Danielle's current grandma, who was alive, 
<laughs> my current grandma. Current grandma. I like that. Just my current. current my current grandma making demonic noises. Oh my god. Store. I think that's our episode is um possessed up to the crevices. I forgot. Yeah. Danielle called me at like three in the morning because she was like, I think my grandma's a demon. Like I think some. My Italian like, grandma is actually. She also made a deal with the devil. Right. It is the this, her, this grandma doesn't speak English. She only speaks Italian. Yeah. Uh-huh. It Ten times scarier. Yeah. Because right, right. just Latin whispers into the night right. of prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Italian, you don't know what's going on, but um, no, this grandma, she, she, I think she, this was like a kinder spirit, but I think she was lost because like my brother, when he was younger, like played little league, he played baseball, had like Cubs decorations all over his room, yeah, and she. Uh, her grandchildren like were also played baseball and she would always go to their games and stuff like that. So I think she had that connection with my brother mm. because it was like, that's like the theme of his room and she loved baseball. She loved the Cubs. Wow. And I think she kind of like connected with that. Yeah. And was kind of like, maybe thought like he was one of the grandkids or like mm. kind of making her presence known, mm. but it was still creepy because yeah. you see like these shadows everywhere. Um, another time I wasn't there for this, but my mom and her friend were in the living room and my mom has a couple pairs of cowboy boots and they were sitting by the front door and her friend watched this cowboy boot go heel toe, heel toe on the ground. Whoa. And he looked at her and she was like, I told you. <laughs> like, wow. How fast would you like, guys leave? Like, would you guys oh, just like dude. backflip out of the room yeah. and be like, I gotta go? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, I we're used you. to cowboy boots growing up, but yeah. you yeah. know, Hilltoe and Dusty Doe, that's yeah. fine, but uh, it's not, not by themselves. Boogies. Yeah. It's not by themselves. <laughs> right. And uh, that, and then like we would, we would have lights turn on and off. And another time, my mom and I were sitting at the kitchen table and we had a like a little ceramic like sugar holder mm-hmm. but instead of sugar in it like my mom put like reusable straws in it okay mm-hmm. and we're sitting there and we watched this thing tip over and the straws shoot across the room oh shit across the counter like it wasn't just like it tipped over and yeah. the straws fell out you know whatever it was like full-on shooting across the counter and we both like Whoa. looked at each other and we were like, yeah, that just happened. Wow. wow. Like, that's cool. And so, like, you know, I was, like, growing up in this apartment, like, experiencing these things. And it just became normal to me. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where my mom um, hired a paranormal investigation team. Oh, my God. To wow. come over wow. and kind of just be, like... You know, because my mom's also, she's very, like, spiritual, where it's, like, we just have holy water, we'll do a blessing. Right. You know, like, that type of thing. But then she was like, you know what, I want to know what's going on. And Danielle was actually there when these people came over. We were sitting in her basement watching, like, Soul Surfer. I remember this. I think it was, we were probably sophomores in in high school. Yeah, I called up Danielle and I was like, yo, my mom's having this paranormal investigation team come over. You gotta be here when it happens. Oh, wow. Wow. And uh, we went up upstairs. Like, they were upstairs doing the investigation and we had to stay downstairs while they did it. Yeah, sure. Or, like, and then when they came downstairs, then we had to go upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where they were, you know? Sure. And what's funny about that is they did did you guys Did you guys make ghost noises just to, uh, you know? 
We absolutely mop. took two brooms and we're doing like, <laughs> the most. I had Danielle like hit her feet on the ceiling. Yeah. Where is she, my body? Bloody <laughs> fingers, oh like God. from uh, um, from like scary yeah. stories. Literally. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? That would have been so much funnier. Imagine but, those women. They would have been absolutely just like you're thinking like this is it i'm finally gonna make it i'm going to hollywood with this evidence and it's just two 16 year olds in the right. basement yeah. <laughs> yeah we should have had it zach always is. it should have been a thing that's actually what zach bagans does he just hires 16 year olds to sit in the basements of yeah. the places that he is right. investigating like noises. Yeah. <laughs> it been fine. but that was just so because that was like the first time we had like people like that over to investigate sure and um i remember like they got I, they they like kind of interviewed me and my brother and my mom and uh, I, I'm, and here's the thing is, I think they were in over their heads, mm-hmm. and they didn't like what they found mm. because they never came back. Okay. Wow. They did say something happened though. They said they, that they they, they caught, caught a lot of things. They, they caught an anomaly, but they wouldn't come back because wow. after this happened, my mom had our parish priest come over to bless the apartment because things had escalated so badly where one day my mom had a claw mark on the back of her shin oh, wow. with three scratch marks. Oh, wow. And it had, she was just laying on her bed, like looking at her phone and the back of her legs started like burning and she was wearing like, like, like tight, like skinny jeans at the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, you can't like roll them up and yeah, you know, this ghost was doing the absolute most work. Yeah. Right. But we also, we had, like, a bunny at the time, but the bunny stayed on the ground. Like, she never hopped up on the bed or, like, anything like that. And so my mom's like, she's like, why is this, like, why does my leg hurt? So she, like, like pulls up her, like, pant leg, and she has three claw marks. Oh, wow. On the back mm-hmm. of her leg. And she's, like, freaking out because she's like, did I hit my leg on, like, my weights or something? Like, you know, yeah. like, when did you trying to debunk it? Like, she was yeah. trying to debunk it. She would be like, what is this? And, like, that's how bad I got. And my mom is also, she's, my mom is clairvoyant and clairaudient. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, receives this receives things, like, even when she doesn't want to. Right. You know, right. Where it's, like, you know, when Danielle said she heard, like, the voice or hearing voices or, like, seeing things, it's, like, okay, you know, you're here, but you can't be here. Yeah. You gotta go. Right. And so it was just so much worse for her that um, we had to call our parish priest in. And he's a really cool guy. He's actually one of the only 14 exorcists oh, in the wow. U.S. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who wow. Can I just had him bless some holy water for me literally yesterday. Really? Wow. Yeah. Did you do you, you see Jeff? I did see Jeff. He uh, <laughs> he blessed jars of holy water. Because my, my nephew's been having some paranormal experiences in my mom's house. He watches, like, lots of YouTube where it's like, Look! Look at this footage of this amazing ghost, and my nephew's now like freaking out. And I'm yeah. like, okay, we're gonna go get some holy water. You're, you're gonna be okay. It's yeah. not really happening. You're alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we actually went to go get some holy water. Blessed him yesterday. So wow. he's our boy. Yeah, wow. he's, cool. he, <laughs> he's your, your father. He's like he's actually my dad. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> my boy father. We should ask him. Do you, like you, Jeff? Do you want to? I know you're a priest and everything, and you're devoted, you know, to the holy order, and you're ne- you're an exorcist. But I thought you were going to say he's a necromancer. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> new <laughs> angle. He might be. No, but I remember, like, he came over, and he's, you know, he's very, like, he studied this stuff. Like, right. um, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if he, you guys have watched um, 
there's a document documentary on Netflix called The Devil and Father of Morgan. Yes, yes. yes. I've so talked the, about the, it. Original, yeah, the original uh, exorcist in Rome who they, they in the right where Anthony Hopkins yeah. plays him. And right. this priest, our parish priest, like knew him. Oh, wow. And has like gone to meet him and oh, has like wow. So yeah. he's a big deal. Wow. Um, and it's cool that he's in our little parish in our yeah, town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow. has been there for long time you know i was the one where he he was there when danielle and i were in like eighth grade yeah he did and our graduation we went to catholic school so he, he did our he did our graduation mass and everything okay okay right and uh he can't remember he came to our eighth grade class and he did this thing where it was like you can ask me anything yeah like it, he did a reddit i mean he did a reddit ama okay, right and yeah. Like, yeah me being like the only like weirdo in the class like knowing his background like i'm like you know 13 years old like raising my hand like um can you talk about demons? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Experience and his his answer was like you know because he was like I can't personally talk about cases because that's you know like a violation like, yeah personal information yeah right. He was like I can tell you. Um, he was like I'm gonna be honest like 95 percent of it is um, mental you know, illness, mental health, and issues like that and like working through it. But he was like but also. When it comes to the real stuff, it is real. Right. You know, he's like, I've seen levitations. Oh wow! Yeah, I've seen. Wow. You know, it's he's like, it's not people throwing up pea soup. Right. But it is terrifying. Yeah. So he came over to bless our apartment because that's how bad it had gotten. Mm. Is that it's like now we're being physically harmed. Right. Yeah. By whatever's here, and I think it was a combination of ghosts of the family members who had lived here and going back to the the cigar smoke because uh, my mom asked our landlord about that too and he was like oh um my aunt and uncle lived in the basement and my uncle would have poker parties oh wow and all the guys would be down there smoking cigars of course during the poker parties yeah and, my and it like, was okay. the cigar smoke that killed the crow Yep. That's exactly. They smoked that crow right out. My mom found she found the crow with a cigar in its mouth. (laughs) That crow was also laying down some hands when they were playing poker. Right. Like this is what it was. So um his his name is uh Father Grob. Okay. And over and The Crow? No. Yeah, the crow's the crow's name is Father Grob. (laughs) I'm sure he would love to hear about that. Uh, no, but he came over and blessed our apartment, and um, you know, even he was there because he's, you know, I, I not to say he's like psychic or anything, but yeah. when you've been in that, you know, type of world for that long, like you can sense things, sure. you know, yeah. when, you know what's up. Right. And he, like, and after my mom had like told him everything, and he was there, and he's like, oh yeah, like there, this, there's something off here, mm. like this isn't good at all so uh here's what i'm gonna do <laughs> you know he did the whole you know like reading and blessing and things kind of died down after that but it was still i think it was we kind of had to come to terms with eliminating whatever was there and also because my mom so where she works there's a cemetery right next door uh-huh. and my mom always brought me and my brother around cemeteries like there's one right by where danielle and i lived where danielle still lives like in our hometown 
and we would go in there all the time. So, like, cemeteries are very normal for us, just, like, walk through, you know. And my mom would always go in there, but because she had been going through so much personally, I think, that whatever was in there attached itself to her, and she would just bring spirits home. Because she was, like, kind of like a light. And when they see that, like, they're like, okay, like, I'm going to come home with you because that's what I'm going to follow. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think all that extra energy came from in our house was my mom not being aware of her gifts yeah. and what she was bringing home. Because she does, she does have those gifts and she's much has a much stronger hold on them now. Than she did back in like 2007. Yeah, yeah. It's over 10 years ago, and she's grown so much more, and is like, you know, it's so much more stable than you know when you just move into this new place and you basically have this new life now. You know, yeah, and yeah. You're, you're not really mentally there all the time. Sure. Not aware of what you're bringing home, um, and I think that was most of it, but also reconciling with the spirits who were originally in that house yeah, and being more open with them and being like, Hey, you know, we're not trying to rip apart your house. We're just trying to make it look better. Right. And maybe, you know, like clean it up a little bit and make it nice. And, you know, my mom did the whole backyard and she's, you know, she's a gardener and like not officially, but she is Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, doing all that stuff. And, Things definitely died down after a while. That's good. I think after there was like that blessing and then like us being more open with sure. whatever was there and being like, you know, it's not necessarily evil, but like, you know, hey, we're here. This is our home. Yep. And we're not going anywhere. And this is what we're doing. Yes. And I think after that, like things stopped. Like there would still be stuff around the house. Um, you know, like, you know, once in a while you maybe, like, hear something or see a shadow or hear footsteps. I remember footsteps were, like, a big deal because I lived, my room was, like, right next to the hallway, like, across from the bathroom. All right, I'll go back a little bit. Um, so, you know, like, you'll still, you know, maybe, like, see a shadow or hear voices or, like, you know, things like that. Um, but other than that, it had gone down. Uh, my mom doesn't live there anymore. Um, she moved last year, which was, like, you know, a big deal. We were kind of like, oh, I hope whoever lives here next is, like, going to be okay with that. Because yeah. whatever is here has been used to us living here for over 10 years now. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, 12 years, whatever it was. Um, but I think the, the, the person who bought the building kind of, like, just super modernized it. And, like, right. you just, like, eliminated everything. So, yeah. I, you know, but it's, like, I, I lived in this haunted apartment for most of my childhood mm -hmm. and that's what it was like and just having like outside yeah. experiences on top of that and like yeah. hearing things and seeing things and i think that's why danielle and i became such good friends and why we started this podcast in the first place was because we both had these insane unexplainable childhood experiences yeah mm -hmm. and, and that was just i was talking to my mom about this last night we're, we're both watching ghost adventures of course and um i was talking to her about that and i was like yeah you know i want to bring up this and this and she was like yeah like because one of the episodes had to do with someone doing like like satanic worship or something like that's always where it starts on those right. episodes right as right. i mean look at sybil 
<laughs> right, yeah, and right. It's, like, it's not like she, you know, she did that, but she was like, I, you know, used a Ouija board when I was younger growing up. Mm. It was like the 70s, you know, but yeah. that's what everyone That's what did you did. For, right. like, do that, you know, drink, smoke, whatever. Like, right. that's, that's all anyone could do. Yeah. And um, she's like, I think that, you know, followed me for the rest of my life. But she was like, because also I was scared of, like, the gift I had that I was just hearing things and seeing things and didn't know how to communicate mm-hmm. or say, hey, like, no, sure. stop. Yeah. And um, I think that that's so different now where it's like you can you have more of a control over it. Yeah. And you can do that. And I even had um, an experience. um, It's more of like a personal story. But in the house that I grew up in, um, someone very close to me had passed away in a very tragic way. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sitting in my room and I was just upset. And I was kind of just like, you know, why did this happen sort of thing? And I was sitting like crisscross on my bed. And I just remember like my legs started like shaking. Mm. And I was like, is this maybe just like my body, like just doing this because of how upset I am. Mm. And then the bed started shaking Mm. and I freaked out. And it's like, you know how when you have someone like breathe close to your ear yeah, and you can hear it, but you can also feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was one of those. Mm. And it was like, like, like talking into my ear and I was shaking and feeling this. And I remember I ran out of my room. The proper response. The only response. I remember I ran because my dad and my brother were in the living room and my dad is a complete skeptic. Oh yeah. And I ran out there and I started like crying because I was like, Oh my God, like this thing this just happened. Yeah. What's what's going on? Like what's, what's the problem? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like, you're like, well, you this, see it. <laughs> this just started. Yeah. This just started happening. So I remember I went, you know, to my mom who understood it and like, you know, she like talked me down, but I was just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, so it's just like, I've had these experiences all my life. You know, it's not just like one weird story. It's like, right. I've a whole always co- been a whole collection of them surrounded right. by ghosts and weird yeah. stories. But I don't, I don't have any in my current apartment. That's I haven't good. experienced any yet. So and be glad for it. Yeah. You, yeah. It's because you didn't buy a quip toothbrush. <laughs> right. Yes. That's why. <laughs> quip. It keeps the demons away. Keeps those yeah. demons away. That's, That's awesome. Hey, man, did I ever tell you about this recent thing that happened to me? I was driving around in the country, and it was just after dusk. So there's a little bit of light still coming on out of the sky, but it was mostly dark. I saw this black school bus. I don't think I've ever heard this. Okay, so I saw this black school bus. All the windows were tinted, and it started following me for about 15 minutes. Whoa, no. Yeah. What what did you do? I was at work. I was making deliveries and I just kept making my deliveries and like it would even stop and wait for me oh. and <laughs> yeah, this is, but it was never close enough to where I could see it or anything but it was following me man wow dang that's just an example of another really weird story that happened to me and that could have happened to you. You don't have to have a UFO encounter. You don't have to have seen the ghost of your grandmother. You don't have to know what Bigfoot smells like to have had a weird story. 
Basically, what we're saying is Weird covers a lot of ground here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. And we love hearing all of your stories, whether they're spooky, they're funny, they're bizarre, or they're just short, sweet, and unexplained. Kind of like our podcast. So you guys, so the podcast, did it start as an idea of like you guys just sharing these stories and then you're like, okay, well, we need to maybe turn this into a, to a podcast or how did that come about? What was the actual like conversation and, and the idea behind getting that started? Well, the actual conversation, I feel like had been going on for years. Yeah, we've always wanted of, to do it. Of us just watching like Paranormal State and ghost adventures and being like we need a youtube channel or like we need it we need our own tv show like right. we need to yeah. like and it's always been that like us sitting there watching these shows and be like we could do this 10 times better yeah <laughs> these people with like the knowledge we have you know because we think we're the shit yeah and, um, we're like you know this, this we're just very narcissistic actually right. that's what the whole story is about we're so funny you know so like especially when we're watching like ghost adventures and you know, Zach Bagans will be yelling at the demons, and we're like, he's not, he's being too forward. We're like, right. he needs to be nice. You to need to, him. yeah, you need to be nice to those demons, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, we also have that, like, Catholic school side of it. Right. Yeah. Where it's like, we have that interest in it, but we also mm. want things to be kind of resolved by the end of it. And yeah. I think sure. that's why we like paranormal state so much, because they would do that blessing or that ceremony. Yeah. At the end of every investigation they did, or bring a priest, or yeah, or shamans, shamans or people, or yeah, and you know, like like a or something like that, and do that, and that's what we wanted to do, and because podcasts weren't always this big, yeah, no, it, it was never like an idea we had. Like ever since high school, we were like, oh, we're gonna have a YouTube channel, like that's yeah. that's gonna be our thing, yeah, and then when we started listening to more podcasts and just like really getting into like my favorite murder yeah, and less podcasts on the left. And we're yep. like, Oh my God, like we are Karen in Georgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we are Henry and Ben. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. We can do this and we can be successful and share our stories and maybe help other people. Let's do this podcast. Yeah. Even like coming up with the name. I remember like Danielle and I were going back for back and forth. And I would give her a title, and she'd be like, no, that's stupid. Like, <laughs> and I, we weren't even talking about the podcast. We were texting about something else. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll I'll come over tomorrow or something. And then she said, most excellent. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. There it is. We have yeah. to do it. So That's cool. Then, yeah. it's. I mean, Danielle can attest. You know, it's it's just been us, like. Basically, I feel like we were like meant to do this. Like it's just been going on with us for years. Yeah, and it just you know accumulated into our little our little true crime paranormal comedy podcast. That's awesome. I think it's so cool too. Like, and I think maybe do you guys feel this way too? Of just like, I think the thing I like about when I listen to the last podcast or like my favorite murder, or like all these podcasts, it's just like this. Like Ben and Henry were talking about the fact that this show gets to be a time capsule. Like you get mm-hmm. this time, you have this allotted time with your friends that yeah. will be forever. Right. You yeah. know, so I think that's kind of the cool thing is just, even if you're, even if it's like five people listen to it, it's still her and I, and like you two get to have this time together where you just yeah. have that forever. You're going to get yeah. to remember those conversations yeah. forever. And like, talk like weird stories and stuff that you'll probably forget that you can go back and listen to. I think that's like kind of my favorite part of it is like, we get to capture our dynamic forever. Like it will be on this podcast, like no matter what happens to us or, you know, whatever. Um, 
I love that part of it. And I kind of love the idea of like, when, when I listen to your guys' podcast, I love the fact that it's kind of just like, you get to sit and be sitting in on a conversation right. yeah. between two friends or like three friends and you just kind of get to be part of it. And like, yeah. that's yeah. kind of what I like about like our podcast and your guys' podcast too, of just like getting to have conversations with people about weird things that you don't you don't really tell people about because yeah. I'm not going off telling people about yeah. my demo- right. my sister's demonic grandma. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know your grandma. Yeah. Or my current demonic grandma. Right. You know, I can't talk about my current demonic grandma to a lot of people who will understand it and actually not be like, hey, you're wild. Right. I can't tell people about my haunted quip toothbrush yep. and have people actually validate it and not just be like, yeah, I think you're crazy, but uh, it's nice meeting you. Yes. So that's kind of my favorite part of just like, podcast culture in general where you get to just have crazy conversations with your friends and you say stuff that you you are not going to say to nobody's face right. nobody will ever nobody will ever did she freeze yeah she locked yeah, up she froze. um I'll, I'll talk a little then once yeah, she yeah. <laughs> um she'll figure it out um but yeah like it's like even when we did the Gacy series yeah and like going into all the research of that and just like going through it with your friend yeah we were like oh my gosh it's like especially because it's our hometown yes sorry i live on a super busy street no worries <laughs> just constant constant uh tomfoolery going on um something is trying to prevent us from uh, recording everybody she's frozen and right and, and you got the uh, <laughs> yeah man so anyway so we were talking about um before we before we lost you um the fun shit that we get to do on podcasts <laughs> yeah. yeah and i i kind of um danielle when you froze i kind of mentioned like even this whole gacy series that we just got to do was yeah. so talk about together and research because it was so personal to us mm-hmm. because number one some of these things affected my family okay but our hometown mm-hmm. you know like right. this is this is where we grew up you know where you know pulled in victims or you know the the pizza place that he would hang out in which is two blocks from us wow Just literally like, it's so my where my house is it's literally probably down the it's like down the street, literally down the street from my wow. house. It's a, a place where he used to try to pick kids up. Wow. Wow. And we have people. So Ashley, uh, who is my cousin who uh, had the paranormal experience, she lives literally four blocks away from the original Gacy house. Oh, wow. So that whole neighborhood where she is and where we, we're always driving over there, we're always looking at everything over there. It's just places where he's been, right. places where victims were taken from. All these suburbs that victims were taking from are places that we know that we've been yeah. to. So I think this series for us in general, because we've never done a we've never done a series before. Sure. Yeah. So this is our first kind of series that we've done. That's awesome. Where it was just so personal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it was like a new, it like elevated my kind of thinking about true crime in general. Right. I think because you know we always cover cases that are not close to home. Mm-hmm. Right. So now that this case is close to home, it feels a little bit different. Where you're like, oh, okay, I. That's a little more. It's something back in like the 1920s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not something recent that's like, you know, even we talk about, I went to um, the mausoleum that my grandfather is in. Also right next to him is one of the last, is the last victim of Gacy. Oh, wow. So Mm -hmm. 
going there and like seeing that every time it's just very it's like it's more emotional now than sure. it would have been. Sure. You know? Getting to do this case with your best friend on your podcast that you have when you both like have experienced these stories and all mm-hmm. of these things growing up is just like it's indescribable, really. Yeah. yeah. Experience. That's awesome. So how much how much research goes into an episode? Are you is every episode like researched and and fleshed out or how does that work? It really depends on the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What we're doing. Like if it's something that we're really interested but we don't know a lot about, like we'll go into it. Yeah. And have well, I'm I usually have stuff on my laptop, but Danielle likes to write her stuff out. Okay. Yeah. So she'll have like five pages mm-hmm. of notes and then what she what she likes to do she likes to rip them up at the end of the oh, yeah. and just leave her around my apartment. I'm like, is that necessary? Right. <laughs> little mementos, little confetti, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Horrible. Like that we know about. Like we'll just yeah. kind of like if it's our own stories or whatever, we'll just kinda of talk like we're doing yeah. right now. Yeah, wing it. But if it's like a full like historical research, yeah. Then we need to go into it and like take notes and research because we also, you know, we want to tell the best of our ability. And I sure. Think Danielle, and it feels the same way, yeah. right? Like she's she's worse than I am when it comes to research because she'll just yeah. do hours of research because she doesn't sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> just you. Like she'll be like, oh my god, I've been out for twelve hours. I'm re-. I'm like, you know, you can take a nap. You can go to sleep. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> for the Gacy series, I really, I was really concerned about, because our kind of thing was like, well, what are we going to bring to the table about that? Like, what are we, what is, what are we going to provide that nobody else has ever provided in the history of podcasts about John Wayne Gacy? Everyone has talked about John Wayne Gacy. Nobody cares right. anymore. Sure. And so what I kind of wanted to bring to it and why I did so much. Oh my God, that cat. <laughs> oh my God. That cat. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I kind of wanted to bring to the table with that was the angle of let's talk about the victims. Let's talk right. about what actually happened and let's not focus on John Wayne Gacy, the person. Cause like at the end of the day, I don't give a damn about him. I don't care. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, he's garbage. He's garbage in the street. He's like sewer filth. And then that 1590s London, yeah. London, I don't care. So, I think why I did so much research and why I got so invested in this Gacy case. And like, I went victim by victim by victim through all 33. Wow. And went into their stories and tried to figure out who this person was. Like, did somebody miss them? Did somebody want to, you know, what did somebody really want answers on what happened to their son or their brother or their boyfriend or their husband, whoever. And I wanted to bring that kind of angle of like humanity to it because I think that's something that's lacking and something I do. I think we all do where we're watching, you know, you're watching forensic files and you're just like glued to the screen, just like, Oh, I I love it. You know? And I think this case kind of brought a lot of humanity to how I view true crime, which I I wasn't expecting that when we first covered this, I kind of was like, do you know, I do not want to cover John McGacy. I don't want to do this. I don't care. I don't want to do this, but you know, I'm glad that we did it because I think it provided this sort of lens for us to see things through where mm-hmm. there's no humanity to a lot of the things that we're covering because we don't, we're not that close to it. Yeah, but right. then when you get really close to it, you find out like, Hey, cause I think one of the, one of the stories that really got to me was 
just hearing about a mom literally sitting there saying that she was looking for her son, just walking the streets every single night looking for her kid. I can imagine. Like, that's, yeah. you know, and it's the streets that we that we go on all the time. It's the streets that we walk on. It's the streets that we've been to. So it's like getting to go through that journey of like, I'm, I, I hated it. I hated going through all of those 33 victims, but I'm glad that I did it because yeah. it was hard to do, but I'm glad that I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I thought we can have that range of going into that personal emotional history, but then also sit there on an episode and be like, oh my God, gooped and gagged. Gooped and yeah. gagged. Yeah. <laughs> that like levity component but, where you, yeah. you break yeah. it up. Yeah. One of the great, sorry, one of the, one of the great things about that uh, Gacy series is that you had, you focused on the victims and you didn't spend a lot of time, like you said, and in, in, in the episode, like you said, you know, the focus was to spotlight the victims, tell their stories as much as possible and not so much of Gacy because he's, he unfortunately is celebrated as, yeah. you know, the killer clown, you know, and all yeah. of that, which is, you know, he's not. He's just, you know, he was a killer who would dress up as right. a clown. Right. Well, that's not how he did all his killings and stuff. Right. And <laughs> so, but yeah, it was it was a great series. And um, I mean, it, and there's a reason that it's a three episode, you know, I don't know how three hour plus, you know, series that you did. I mean, it's probably more than three hours. Some of I think the, I think it's probably closer to five, something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I listened to it when I was uh, driving and uh, doing my routes, and it was great. And you do um, you do it respectfully uh, in in and with the comedy and the comments and stuff, um, which is the you know that's the the fun part of it is uh, you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, talking shit to each other, and uh, <laughs> I, love, I, I swear, I was like listening to your guys' podcast, and I was like, you can tell these two are really friends because they're actually like kind of semi nice to each other. And yeah. You guys are having nice conversations versus like me and Gene are like, you're garbage. Yeah. You are the, like garbage. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what must people think when they listen to this podcast? Versus like <laughs> listening to your guys' podcast, and like they're so nice to their guests, they're so nice to each other. Like, everyone must think that. We're we're just such trash. Well, well we had, it? yeah. Well, the late- no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Oh, no, no, sorry. I was just going to say, like, you know, even in the latest episode where Danielle was talking about the second burial location, and I was like, where is what happened? And she's like, I don't know, Gina, maybe if you listen with your special ears and look with your special eyes. <laughs> right. Let me- <laughs> <laughs> just speaking, like, yeah. you know. But that's what's that's what friends are supposed to do. You're supposed to bust each other's balls. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, and and it's like with what we we have we we have such a different way of doing it because we don't necessarily have I don't have time to do a ton of research. So uh, basically, what we do is just get on here and just talk shit and uh, and hope we can get an episode out of it. And we so a lot of a lot of it is just being winged. You know what I mean? And um, the basis of our podcast are the people that we have on. If we don't have guests on, man, I mean, we don't have much to do. I mean, we do yeah. stuff outside of that, but a lot of what we do is just just sort of uh, listening to people's stories. Like the the similarities between what we do is, is that you know our whole thing was that we had stories that we never shared with one another growing up, 
And then we were like, well, why didn't I ever know that about you? Like, why didn't you ever tell me you saw a fucking UFO, man? You know, like, so just, and it's like having that ability with podcasting to turn back the clock a little bit and get back to like storytelling, you know, like that's a, that's an aspect of radio that has been lost I think for yeah. a long time, you know, back in the day, people used to just sit around the radios with their families and listen to, you know, um, you know, different shows that would come on. They didn't have TVs they didn't have a lot of distractions. So it's cool in that way. I think that, that we're, we were able to have these discussions with people and talk about things that most people don't talk about. And the cool thing about it is, is that what we find is that the people that we talk to have a really broad range of interests. Yeah. You know, so it's like, we'll start somewhere and we'll end up way, way off in freaking, you know, in, in outer space somewhere. So that's, what's interesting. And, um, what's also great about podcasting is that I think most people want to hear real people talk about shit. You know what I mean? Like people don't want to listen to some guy who's like, you know, a famous, you know, entertainer guy who's got his shit together that everything is boop, 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 so perfect, 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 you know, like, yeah, just have fun and, and be real. And I think that's what people gravitate towards, you know? And so I have like real conversations. Like you guys were talking about how you were talking about Miley Cyrus seeing the UFO. Yeah. And then like how you, I was like, oh my god, I was like, they're gonna do a Patreon series on <laughs> UFOs. Like yeah. I need to listen to that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, we, we we've uh, done it. One of our, our UFO famous people UFO stories and what yeah we uh and that's where we do some shit talking so you know right right plug their Patreon follow yeah right yeah we we try. We try to be as um, as kind as possible, but there are times when we can't be very nice. You know what I mean? Like, there's just some shit you talk about where it's like, like our whole thing is flat Earth. We can't just we can't we can't give that time of day, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, we got to draw the line somewhere. So you gotta you can't be Alex Jones on everything. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like flat Earth, I think for yeah. me is one of the big ones too. Where yeah. I'll, I'll just be listening to it. I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm right. so sorry. I, can't, I yeah. really, I want to, I want to believe in everything. <laughs> yeah. I just, this is where I have yeah. to absolutely yeah. stop you right yeah. here. You, yeah. You've gone here's the mark. You've gone way up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I feel like that's Danielle and I in every every episode, or like not even every episode, but we talk about all the time. We're like, we have no patience for anyone. Right. I have no patience. <laughs> yeah. Like no. everything is just like either you know you're bullshit or you're not. Right. And that's mm. and that's and good. Yeah. That's good, yeah. man. You know, we had Dave Schrader on um, that. We, we just interviewed him from the Holzer Files. We interviewed him um, the other day. Oh, and, wow. And he he was awesome. Um, and one of the things that he said, we asked him um, something about, um, was like, you know, having personal experiences, you know. And I had said that, you know, it's cool that we've all got phones now that we can capture this stuff. And he goes, you know what, man? Like, like I don't really give a shit about capturing anything anymore. Like, right. you know, that. he's like, I just want to experience shit, you know? And I it's like, that. if if I have the, if I have the ability to catch it, then cool. But if not, if fuck not. it. And if nobody believes me, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just think I that's absolutely a, love that. Yeah. That's a great way yeah. to look at it. I think. You know, it's such a cool thing to like hear, which I like that too. Like, I, lo- I love that you said that because I kind of 
was just like, I'm trying to put a word to kind of how I think of things where I'm like, I love to hear just people's stories. Like I love the feeling of getting to just be yeah. able to he, like sit around a campfire and everybody talk about yeah. something that happened to them and not pulling out your phone and being like, this is this. Like I love, yeah. I love, I could sit and listen to Gina's mom tell me haunted stories right. all the one day. I yep. would sit and listen to her all the time. And it's just like, yeah. she's not pulling out her phone and showing me anything. Right. It's right. just genuine storytelling where you just feel like in this moment, this could absolutely have happened. Yeah. Even if there's no proof of it, right. this could absolutely have happened. And yep. I don't have to look at a video and say that, oh yeah, this I I need to I need to see that the right. UFO in the sky. I need these aliens to be looking me right in my eyes. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I need that I need that gray to come down here right. and goop and gag me. Right. I need, <laughs> you know? Right. Those are like my favorite stories that you hear. I love hearing, you know, Gina's stories of just, you know, she's like, Well, my mom, this happened to my mom, blah, blah, blah. and I think that's why we became friends in the first place was just I was like enamored. I was like, oh my God, all these paranormal things are happening in your house. That's right. amazing. You know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like she pulled out, like she was like, here's my, she had like a Pokemon card binder book. She was like, here's all the evidence. And here's my Charmander from 2001. Right. No, she just like, we got to just bond over the fact that like, hey, we love paranormal stories. We love storytelling, like those kind of things. Yeah. And I love that he said that. I'm just like, I want to experience it. I don't care yeah. about who captured it. I don't care if it's on video. I just want to sit there and be in that moment and experience what it's like, yeah. which I love hearing you guys' stories in your podcast just in general, because it's like, this is a real person who's not produced, who's right. just telling the story. And if you think it's bullshit, then yeah, this yeah. Is a great yeah. experience with you guys, because this has been the first ever podcast that we've been guests on. Oh, cool. And it's just, it's just nice to sit down and have a, you know, conversation with other people and get it and you guys are you know do such a good job with like asking the questions but also listening oh and i think that's the very important like when you're talking to other people yeah well hey if you ever uh want us to be on yours yeah i was gonna ask that i was like i don't know if you guys go and tell your stories on like oh yeah absolutely love to have you of course of course yeah we'll uh we're yeah we're we're, we'll, we'll talk your ear off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe next the time there way. won't be as many ambulances on my street. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm going to call the Chicago, <laughs> I'm going to call the police station all the ambulances and be like, can you guys just like keep it down? Yeah, no like, kidding. Just, just, and like not do that when I'm trying to record. <laughs> yeah. like that. Can everyone yeah. just stop breaking their leg right when yeah. I'm recording, please? Can you save right. that for another <laughs> moment in time, please? Exactly. Yeah. Everybody just chill for about an hour or two. And then, and then go wild. Yeah. The, uh, we were recording the Gacy episode. We were at Danielle's, and oh it was God. like every. I was laughing so hard because, like, in that neighborhood, like everyone just like to, likes to rev their car the loudest. Yeah. It's like a competition, and Danielle yeah. is just like, "All right, well, Big Dick Rick is out there revving up his <laughs> car." Like, <laughs> like it's just like, several um, people doing fast and furious, this. just donuts yeah. outside of my apartment. I'm just yeah. like. That's uh, or like we live. She lives right by um, the train too, like literally, yep. like across the street. So we'll be recording at like ten o'clock at night, and I'll just have to do like edit. Yeah. all of these train sounds. Yeah, yep. I get it. I get it for Crazy. sure. Well, hey, listen, we uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, you are freaking excellent to hang out with, and I. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. excellent. They excellent. might say. <laughs> Uh, but everybody should go check out their podcast, the most excellent podcast, and subscribe. I just did myself, and uh, 
thank you guys again. And uh, and if you guys ever want us on, man, we we'd be happy yeah. to reciprocate. Oh, don't worry. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll be we'll be we'll be hounding you guys. Don't cool. Worry. Cool. Right. You want those paranormal stories? You don't tell anybody else. You can come uh, tell. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having thank us. You. It was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, we definitely be in contact. Okay. Definitely. That sounds good. Scope yeah. you guys okay. Sounds cool. good. And it sounds like we need to get Gina's mom on here as well sometimes. Oh, li- so. Listen, oh, no, she's got stories, but we we wanted to do a whole. Um, episode on like UFO stories because she's got those too. Cool. Oh yeah, that's cool. definitely That's yes. awesome. Hear those because Barry it. and I both love the UFO stuff because that's what we've. That's what our experiences are. We've, yeah. Well, uh, well, mine is pretty much limited to that. Barry may have seen a ghost. Or yeah, something. I've seen some. I've or experienced. Some He's seen some shit. shit. He's yeah, seen yeah, some yeah. shit. He's a weird so. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, but definitely, definitely UFOs. Yeah. Stuff, so. Yeah. That's what I want to hear on our podcast. You can give us your scraps that you don't put on your okay, podcast. Cool. We'll definitely listen to them. Cool, yeah. cool. I would love to hear UFO stories. Okay, great. I'm an alien. I am like cool alien aficionado, so I would love okay. to hear. That. And awesome. I'm, I'm so excited to hear this episode in general. I yeah. can't wait to listen. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be good. Time. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors wow girls thank you so much for coming on it was a freaking great time i mean we just had such a good time you know and one one of i would say one of chicago's uh great exports you know the most excellent podcast i would agree one of the best those uh the great things from chicago land area most excellent podcast uh Buzzo the Clown. Yes. Chicago Dogs. Steve, mm-hmm. Steve Chicago Albini. Chicago Pizza. Chicago Pizza. Steve deep Albini. Dish. Yep. yep. Boy, that's a, you want to get into a controversy. The Deep Dish Pizza, man. That's a controversy, yeah. man. Who's got the you better know, pizza, I've, you know? I've never uh, I've never had actual Chicago pizza. Style, really? You know, Are you serious? Yeah, I've oh. never had the real thing. Well, I'll tell you what, man. And the, <sighs> it's like they say, it's more like a casserole. I mean, it's That's, it's it's hefty, dude. You know, I like I like Chicago pizza, man. There's a a couple of pizza review guys that I watch on uh, on YouTube, and uh, which is hilarious, you know, because they'll they'll go to, to they got the rivals, you know, you got your rival yeah. pizza guys, you know, in Chicago, and of course. And then you get the East Coast versus Chicago, you know, pizza mm-hmm. thing going too, which is uh, which is hilarious. But uh, 
but yeah, big fan of Chicago. Uh, Chicago, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but the Metro is one of my favorite clubs uh, mm. to play. It's a great, great venue. Uh, the Riviera is another a great one. Um, tons of great places to play in Chicago, of course. Yeah. A lot of great bands. Too. Oh my God, dude. So many great bands. So many great bands. So... Anyway, it's great to have them on, and um, you know, I, 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 I would probably venture to say they'll they'll be back on, and hopefully, we'll get on their podcast. Yeah. It'd be great yeah. to, to hang out with them. Definitely, yeah, we'd love that, and uh, yeah, so awesome. Well, Barry, we've hyped it up a little bit. We've hyped it up on our social media, but next week is a uh, it's a very hype worthy show. Yeah, we've got Dave Schrader coming on, guys. And uh, we, were, we were lucky enough to get him. We took a shot in the dark, and uh, we got in touch with him, and uh, he got back to us. And it was really a great, great interview on so many different levels. You know, it was a little bit, a tiny bit different than what we normally do, although it turned into the type of show that mm -hmm. we do. But we kind of yeah. wanted to just to have him on and, and just whatever he wanted to share with us, you know, we told him that we'd be willing to talk about whatever, man. And he was so gracious, man. He gave us an hour yeah. of his time. And uh, we really think you guys are going to enjoy it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you know, and you probably know that name from the Hulser Files. Um, maybe you know it from Darkness Radio. He's yep. been doing this podcasting thing for a long time and radio as well he was yep. on uh coast to coast yeah um and he filled in for art bell legendary art bell yeah and uh also um an art bell's uh last show uh voice from the i think it's voice from the desert i can't remember the exact title of it i should know but just super awesome great guy and um you know uh just just so so honored to you know have him on yeah um you know because he's does such such great work yeah so. it's interesting too when you talk to somebody who has you know a lot of the same uh outlook on life and uh to talk to somebody who has done he's in the same sort of media outlet you know that that we are and he's been doing it for so long it was it was a cool conversation to have with somebody that's sort of been there doing it for a long time. And he's very honest and open about things, which I thought was really cool. I mean, he he definitely um, he wasn't afraid to answer questions uh, that we had and was very forthcoming about stuff. And it was it was really cool. So we, we look forward to it and, and can't wait for you guys to hear it. And we've got even. We've got some cool stuff coming up after Dave too, man. We've got yeah. the the uh, we've got our Christmas special coming up, which is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to be cool, and then we'll have the twenty twenty weird news roundup uh, there at the end of the year for you as well. So there's plenty um, of it, plenty of it, and plenty of it. Yeah, and not even not even anything really related to COVID nineteen. So fantastic! We're excited to uh, finish out the year strong with you guys. So glad that you hung in there. Hopefully yeah. that, you know, coming and listening to the show, maybe in some very small way, gave you, a, you know, a, a way to, to just sort of get out of your normal day-to-day -day mundane sort of stuff that you get into. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Like we said, hey, 
every week. We appreciate you guys tuning in and listening and being part of this community of Weirdsville. Um, if you haven't yet, share your story. Email it. Contact us if you want to be on and talk to us. We love talking to people, but we also love reading your emails. Um, Jeff is chomping at the bit to do another write-in special. Tell your friends. Tell your family. You know, Get out there and spread the word. That helps us grow. If you can, uh, leave us a review on iTunes and, you know, give us a high ranking rating rather. And so we can up that helps us get exposure, helps us get noticed so we can help grow Weirdsville um, because, you know, we're still a small town right now, which is great, which is fine. We love it. But, you know, we we always like to have new blood in the community and Absolutely. new stories. For so. sure. For sure. All right, everybody, we're going to wrap it up this week. Thanks for listening. As always, thanks again to the girls for joining us and thank you for joining us if i didn't say that before i'll say it again and i'll probably say it another time and in the meantime be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them we want to hear them all we can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions whether it's sharing your stories listening rating and spreading the word about the podcast Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.